Hello and welcome to Bad Songwriter Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Holmquist. We're here today with Tara. How's it going? Oh, it's um, it's going pretty, uh, pretty great. How are you doing? Doing good. Just living life. Cool. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, there is life to be lived now at this point, mm-hmm. now that we can step outside and free our faces. It's pretty great. It's very exciting. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> it's been weird to like see the bottom half of people's faces lately um recently at the coffee shop that i've been going to like the entire pandemic the workers stopped wearing masks and so i'm seeing the bottom half of their faces for like the first time and you know not all of them are what i imagine the bottom half of their faces (laughs) to look like it's a very weird phenomenon so just like are you surprised like your chin is actually a whole lot smaller than i expected it to be yeah i'm just like seeing what people's smiles look like and being able to smile at people i feel like i've done a lot of like smiling at people from under my mask but forgetting that people can't see it yeah no actually there were a lot of people at the coffee shop that i go to that i thought were just assholes because i didn't think they ever smiled but then i realized they're just not eye smilers and then as soon as they took their mask off that i realized that they actually were smilers with their mouths i know i feel like it's been weird for me because i feel like my eyes don't necessarily convey that i'm smiling Especially at the coffee shop when, like, I can't, it's hard for me to, like, hear through the masks or, like, maybe I'm quieter. I'm like, I hope I don't come off like a jerk. Like, I don't know yeah. how to convey, yeah. like, I am smiling. I can't, like, say, like, I'm smiling under here because that's fucking weird. But, yeah. like, <laughs> right. Well, it's something you can't control, I guess. No. And I'm such a people pleaser that I, I squint so hard mm-hmm. and to convince people that I'm smiling all the time. But that's just me. And that's, <laughs> that's my hang up. So that's it. Well, we are here to talk about bad songs. <clears throat> yes, yes, yeah. Yeah, so I uh, I haven't actually, I don't have my bad songs that I've written. Well, actually, no, some of them have been recorded, but the really bad ones uh, I have not recorded because they're from way back when I was 15, maybe like 15 through 23 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, so this was certainly pre- any recording that I did right just kind of in my head stuff just keeping it stored in my head and in journals that's what I did with it so we're gonna get to hear some of these played live for us what a treat (laughs) not recordings but live performances of bad songs uh so did you first start writing songs when you were 15 was it earlier than that yeah I mean I think maybe more seriously when I was 15 Mm -hmm. I wrote like I played piano when I was much younger um and then I got into guitar because this guy that I had a crush on was into guitar and so I decided that I was going to learn how to play guitar you know it's one of those classic things (laughs) yes just really you know get those get those boys get those attention on me Mm -hmm. um I also was way into the Dave Matthews band so I uh just listened to a whole lot of Dave, learned how to play some Dave, and then wrote some songs. A lot of the songs that I wrote were actually lyrics to Dave Matthew, Matthews Band songs. So they weren't really my songs. They were just my lyrics that I put on the songs. Love that. Yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah, it is great. I yeah. used to do that with like um, Christ- like contemporary Christian music Ooh. songs. Which, um, one, which were some of your favorites? I mean, I specifically remember writing my own lyrics to a couple of songs by this band Barlow Girl. Oh, and I was really into like Jump Five, Reliant K, Super Chick. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, 
I'm only familiar with what jars of clay. Mm, I liked and, them too. I was, yeah. I just like, you just, I feel like you just liked all of them. Sure. You know, skillet. They were like a harder oh, Christian hey. band, you know, a little edgy. Yeah. Nice. So Christian. Do they spell their name like S K I L L I T? Like skillet? It was E-T. Oh, dang. I know. That's too bad. I really missed an opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, I wrote a lot of bad songs. So uh, what I have prepared today are some songs that I wrote, one of which I wrote when I first moved to Chicago, and then a bunch of wi- ones that I wrote back in high school and college, mostly about boys that I had crushes on. Those were like my, my main... I mean, I think about Tara in her teenage early 20 years and I was just like so just so obsessed and horny (laughs) and like just like I just had weird I was just very strange to I had this really strange obsession with Kevin Spacey that I still don't quite understand to this day um yeah I used to like talk about him so much in like kind of a manic way in high school that my parents actually were like you know you need to stop talking about Kevin Spacey so much (laughs) But you don't remember exactly what it was? I do. In my uh, freshman year biology class, the teacher played the movie Outbreak. Uh, yeah, we play, played the movie, movie Outbreak, which was like what Rene Russo and uh, Dustin Hoffman. Kevin Spacey was in it too. Mm-hmm. And for whatever reason, like Kevin Spacey was had this moment where he, he catches Ebola and he's like dying of Ebola. And he, he starts crying. And like, I don't know if I had some sort of hormonal spike, but like something happened to me in my body <laughs> watching Kevin Spacey cry that all of it, just something clicked. And I was just in, like obsessed, like insanely obsessed. Thinking about him all the time. Yeah. I'd like draw his face on things. Oh my God. I know it was really weird. I ended up meeting him. He's, well, we all know that he's a total asshole. Right. Yes. But I met him and he was a total asshole. Well, that, but, that tracks that. Yeah, I know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's a big surprise. Big surprise Tara yeah it's just funny that I mean you know I think like teens whatever get like obsessions but it's just funny that it was Kevin Spacey (laughs) and not like a Backstreet Boy for example you know or any normal obsession right not like I definitely had an obsession not to that level but an obsession with Keira Knightley yeah while still believing that I was straight yeah you know (laughs) it's just like definitely not a crush I just think that she's so beautiful and great and I kind of feel things totally normal yeah totally normal no big deal (laughs) years later when I came out to my like high school boyfriend he was like yeah you were always really into Carrie Knightley this like tracks and I was like all right okay <laughs> you know this wasn't out of the blue <laughs> uh, I could have told you that a couple years ago oh man that's funny well you know that's great I mean she's super hot she really is she's a green hot. dress and atonement I mean she's oh dang uh, yeah she's a beautiful a beautiful yeah. woman still would mm-hmm. um what's the first song you have that you're gonna play um so I wrote this song uh when I first moved to Chicago I'm nervous I need to stop being nervous it's just whenever I s- sing these songs it just stirs all of these emotions that I tried to bury um it's called irish italian catholic boys because i've Mm -hmm. got a thing i had a thing it's it's over now but i had a thing specifically for irish italian catholic boys with blue eyes so very specific yeah Mm -hmm. all right here we go 
Irish Italian Catholic boys talking shit and making noise. You got those blue eyes. You got those blue eyes. My heart can't wait to break a piece off. We'll go out tonight, maybe break a face. We'll run around as if we own the whole goddamn town. You do. You own the whole goddamn fucking place. And you got those blue eyes. You've got those blue eyes. Hail Mary, full of grace. I don't look like your mom, so we'll have sex. But then you'll move on to what's next. Irish, Italian, Catholic boys talking shit and making noise. You've got those blue eyes. You've got those blue eyes. My heart can't wait to break a piece off. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, so I did, I did this show as a live show before I did it as a podcast, and Tara performed some of these songs there. Uh-huh. And remember that one. Yeah. That, that, that's a good one. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. There were, there were a string of them. One that mm-hmm. I was like pretty heavily obsessed with. I think I kind of scared him away. It might have been twer- like during this period in my life where I was a little manic, like had some issues with mania. Mm-hmm. Um, I really had my laser beam focus on him for a while. So I'm very sorry, Patrick, if you listen to this. It's, uh, you know, I couldn't, you couldn't help it. <laughs> I couldn't help it. Irish Italian Catholic boy. So uh, should I play another one? Yeah. What do you, what, what do you got next? Next, I have, we'll just, we'll bring it back to like, I think 17, 18, a um, lot of unrequited loves mm-hmm. in my life. Oh I, my God, same. It's just <laughs> so painful. It's, well, I got to say, it's like, I, I don't really experience that kind of intense pleasure slash disappointment anymore in my life. Like those, those crushes that are just never attainable, you know? Right. And you just you think about them so much and you just imagine so many things happening with them and it just never comes to fruition and it's so disappointing but I also miss that intensity nothing is ever that intense anymore I know I know like on one hand I'm like oh my god thank god like that sounds so tiring like me now like being 31 I'm like what a tiring thing that would be but also yeah I mean it was so like I can think back to like I feel like I, especially like middle school crushes for me. I mean, I definitely had these in like high school and yeah. college too. But I think like before I had ever kissed anybody before anything, you know, it was so intense because of like the possibility, not knowing about anything, oh, yeah. like having tons of time to think just about to them. Just, oh my God. You didn't have a job. You oh, just yeah. sat around at home. Just <laughs> sat obsessing. <laughs> Just sat around just thinking, just thinking about that one person or the five million people that you had a crush on. Yeah. Well, I also, yeah, it took me a really long time for me to have my first kiss. Mm -hmm. And it certainly took me a very long time before I had my first sexual experience. But I was introduced to like things like porn pretty early on, Mm -hmm. you know, and like sexual explore, like, like personal sexual exploration. Right. So there was just a lot of 
like there was a lot of time before actually having a real life, a real life experience, right. a live in-person experience <laughs> with somebody else. Um, yeah. And maybe it was a little disappointing, you know, cause it's like, it was pretty great in my head. All of that was great in my head. All right. of these, all of these boys that I had crushes on were great in my head. And then once you take them out of there, there's such a disappointment. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do this. Okay, this song is called Boys. Boys. I'm broken. Because I love you so. Oh, my. Misspoken. Because I love you so. You gotta take those hooks out of my eyes. Every one of you is a devil in disguise. Oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh my, oh why, oh why, oh why, oh why, oh why. Oh boys, you make me wanna do bad things. You make me wanna feel bad things. You make me feel so good. Oh boys, you make me wanna do bad things. You make me wanna say bad things. You make me wanna feel so good thank you thank you thank you appreciate it i mean true yeah i know <laughs> that's just a true song make it's you want to so, do bad things right <laughs> just just deep down could you imagine like poor little pimply face tara just like Ugh. weird and sweaty and yeah just really wanting those all of that yeah I like had long hair and glasses and wore water shoes to school for water a long shoes. time. So why were you really expecting good. water? <laughs> no, I just don't know why I did. Yeah, I can't can't think about that. I can't like can't put myself back in that mind frame. No. Yeah, it's maybe you just you're just always prepared for the I guess, flood. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. <laughs> always prepared for the great flood. <laughs> you know what I think it is is that they're slip on shoes and I was lazy. Yeah, well, you know. That's fine. That's great. <laughs> I had this weird thing where I found like gold makeup powder and like would put it all over my face. Like the whole like, face. Just not the yeah. whole, yeah, the whole face. So I think you're supposed to use it as like right, accents right. on your cheekbones. I just like put it all over my face. Love that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, okay, this next song. Um, so I, I didn't grow up in a religious family, but I wrote a lot of songs about Jesus cause I thought it was like kind of, or not about him, but with the word Jesus in it, just cause I thought it was pretty edgy and cool. Right. I hope you don't mind. I'm talking a lot. Is that okay? No, this okay. is what this is all about. Okay, great. It's, it's a podcast. I'm just, this is like a therapy and session you're, for me. You're, you're the star here. Fuck. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Go Tara. I'm 15 years old. Okay. So. Yeah, wrote wrote um, songs that included like Jesus and God and mm-hmm. stuff like that, just because I thought it was like edgy, even though I, I, you know, wasn't really around people who that would offend, I guess. But right. anyways, this song's called Jesus in a Glass. And this is one of those songs that um, is actually a Dave Matthews band song. Uh, number 41, if anybody out there is familiar. <laughs> Jesus in a Glass. I'll save you for last, I'll drink all day, and into the night, to 
make the time go fast Want my soul to be saved Before I hit the grave And until that time I will chug all my wine And remain Praying Yeah, yeah, yeah Oh, you're waiting I want to be saved I want to be saved I wanted to love you Thank you. Thank you very much. Beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Jesus. Love that you put wine in there. Yeah. Wine, Jesus. Yeah. Just, uh, throwing in all of the, uh, what's it called? All of the motifs? Sure. All of the Jesus motifs? Sure. I don't know. Yeah. That works. Yeah, wine. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I wrote that before I ever was drinking. I wrote a lot of songs before I ever was like drinking or like smoking things. Like I wrote a lot of songs about smoking cigarettes. But, like, I wasn't smoking sick. You know, I don't know. I was just trying to be cool. Right. Yeah. You're just trying to, like, okay, what are symbols of being cool yeah. or, like, adult or what, or edgy or whatever? And yeah. You, you put them in there. Yeah. Just, to, you know, come on. You got to give a, a girl a chance in her head <laughs> to, to be cool. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, should I do another one? Sure. Great. Um, this one, I don't know why I wrote it or really what it's about, but it's called, I hope you love your wife. (laughs) (laughs) Great. (laughs) I hope you love your wife, dear God. I hope you love your wife. I hope you love your wife, dear God. I hope you love your wife. I pray to Jesus. 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 I hope you love your wife. Thank you. You know, I didn't expect the Jesus part of that one, but it really <laughs> snuck up on me. <laughs> I was just bringing Jesus in whenever I could. Yeah, right. You had to. Yeah. He's he's the man, man. <laughs> I love that that feels like it's such like such a song that should be about something or is about something specific and yet you don't know why you wrote it. Yeah. No, I don't know. I really don't know. But it it I maybe maybe it's something about the anger in my delivery. Right. Um you know, because I think somebody would be upset about somebody not loving their wife. And even if I didn't right. know anybody in that moment, I was just channeling that. Right. You, kn- you know in the world yeah. there are people having that feeling. Exactly. So I was speaking for them. I was speaking for the people. Should I do one more? Yeah. So okay. this, is this your last one? Yes. Let's do it. Okay. Well, so I, I, I'm going to just talk a little bit. Of, this is one of the most embarrassing things that has ever happened to me, and I want to share it with you. I did also actually share it at your live show, um, but I would like to share it again. Please that's do. okay. Yeah. Please do. So 15-year-old Tara was, you know, existed during a time where AOL was becoming a thing, um, chat rooms were becoming a thing, when I was 15, I was a cheerleader, actually. I was only a cheerleader for half of a year because 
about like half a year into it, I realized it was not not a good idea. <laughs> it was like bad idea. Um, but I did have a screen name for my AIM, which was Go Vikings. It was like Go Vikings 99 or something <laughs> like that. It's really cool. And but I would. Yeah. So I, I would sneak on to AIM and go on to the chat rooms and have sexy talk with people. Mm-hmm. Did that a lot. It's just, I mean, come on. It's like, who wouldn't? And I, I feel mean, like, you a, got, like you got like a you lot got, of people. A did. lot of people I mean, did it. It's totally, <laughs> you know, it's what it's what you do. Come right. on. So, yeah, I did a lot of that. And then so there was one night and I was just like ready to go for it. One night I was on there and somebody sent me an instant message and was like, hey, there, sexy. And I immediately wrote back, you want a cyber fuck? (laughs) 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 And then he wrote back. He was like, "Uh, this is John from school. (laughs) I was like, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> that was, that was, this is just, just a, a joke. joke. It was just totally a joke. joke. <laughs> this is a joke. No big deal. No big deal. It's fine. Um, yeah. And then, of course, like next day at school, like he and he's like kind of he was kind of popular. He wasn't like super popular, but he was like in the art school popular group. Right. They like he and his friends like came up to me and they're like, hey, baby. And like put their oh arm my around my waist. And I was like, oh, my God, this is really embarrassing. <laughs> so that was my time. When I was a an online sexual predator, (laughs) really getting my kicks, unsuspecting prey. Um, So yeah, I was just really depressed and really sad and hated myself, just in general, not from that experience, but that whole time period was just tough. It was tough, but I did write myself a song, and it's called "Badass Motherfucker." Hell yeah! And yeah, I'm gonna play it for you. This is for you, Tara. Fifteen years old. Sometimes I feel all alone like I can't make it on my own The sky is too high and the ground is too far below I spoke too soon and I spoke too fast And I can't seem to make the good times last But I'm badass and that's all that counts, you know Cause I'm a badass motherfucker All you punks get out of my way Cause this badass motherfucker Is coming out to play And I'm so tired I'm so tired of being so insecure and I'm so tired I'm so tired of being so unsure and I go through this bit 
by bit it's time i cleaned out all the shit that i put on myself these days and i don't care if you care i'll fuck you up if you dare, if you dare try and throw any of your mess my way. Oh, 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 oh I am a badass motherfucker. All you bitches can just kiss my ass. Cause this badass motherfucker No longer has a heart of glass No, no, no And I'm so tired I'm so tired Of being walked all over And I'm so tired I'm so tired of waiting for all of this to be over. I want to grab life by the balls and show them I'm not afraid after all. Cause this badass has heard the call. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, that's it. That's it for me and all my bad songs. I legitimately love that song. <laughs> and I feel like you should still play it live. Yeah. Okay. I just do it. Just saying. Okay. Just saying. Think I, about it. I, I, I appreciate that. And I will keep that in mind <laughs> and probably not <laughs> fair <laughs> i understand <laughs> um how would you say your songwriting process has changed over the years you know i mean i think it really it just helps when i'm in a room of with people mm -hmm. and I'm, it's actually more of a collaborative process i still like i mean i still try to write songs of my own it's just like I struggled so much now that I'm like have processed and have worked on like mental illness related stuff. It's been easier for me to write and, and feel like I don't have to take a nap about it all the time. Right. If that makes sense. Sometimes I would just like start writing and just be like, Oh God. And then I would have to like go to sleep to like, cause I felt so terrible. So that's been better. But yeah, certainly just like being in a room full of like really talented musicians, um, writing lyrics that aren't necessarily coming from very specific ideas, but more from feelings that come mm -hmm. up with the music that we write. That is really because then it's just like I can write the lyrics to fit with how I want to express myself vocally. And for whatever reason, I do feel like there still is like lyrical substance to it in terms or like story substance. It's not like I, I have to sacrifice good lyrics 
to write this way it all, all just kind of comes together which is nice I know exactly what you mean I mean this is what I did a lot with the curls when we were co-writing stuff yeah and this is what I'm doing because Rami and I are working on an album together too what? yeah and the whole like the whole way that we're writing it is we're bringing like barely any ideas honestly very small ideas or like I'll do a guitar line or he will or we'll start with a beat or something we bring that and we loop it and yeah. we create it all in the studio together so I'm writing the lyrics and the melody like in like in the studio while we're together as we're making the song and that's and I, that's how I feel about it too like I don't feel like the lyrics are meaningless I feel like they are something but like I'm creating them while we're like listening over and over to this like you know, instrumental right. piece that we're creating or it's like all happening at the same time. Yeah. And that, that can be really exciting. Like that is like how I write songs that I wouldn't otherwise write. Yeah. And that's part of what's fun about it. Yeah. Well, and there's like that, that synergy of, of writing and like, yeah, improvise, like writing, mm -hmm. improvising, being willing to just like hear different ideas and having right. that influence the way that you want to sing or the, what the feelings come up that, make your voice produce certain sounds and then being like this song is definitely about um you know coffee I don't know mm -hmm. like you know it's just like something like that where it's just like the idea of what the song is about then is makes itself very present totally yeah. yeah I feel like there's an element to about my songwriting sometimes maybe you feel the same way that like it's like automatic writing or something it's like you're writing it and you're like I don't know what this is about but then like later you're like oh duh totally, <laughs> like, totally. obviously it's about this like Rami and I were in the studio making something and I like wrote a bunch of lyrics I'm like huh I wonder what this is about and he's like it seems like you're talking about like the vaccine I was like totally is it's about like my vaccine anxiety and like my excitement of getting vaccinated like 100% it's like very obvious now that you said that out loud but like you know you just write something and you're like I don't know and then like a month later you're like oh <laughs> clearly it is about this thing I guess I'm like not so opaque or whatever right. or like yeah yeah that's yeah it's true and it's cool I really like it I do want to get into writing some of my my own songs again and mm -hmm. I feel like now that I have a lot more confidence in general like and I have more to say like more of a clear idea of what I want to say and I mean my guitar bill I just I gotta I gotta get back into playing guitar but like whatever like I just feel like I want to I want to do my own stuff too so uh what are some things you've been listening to lately that you've been liking Ooh, let's see you know, I've really been into, you know, and I don't know the name of the lead singer. It's a local Chicago band called Tensi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Their voice or her voice, like, is just like, it's really just good. like, just so. And it's the kind of vocal expression that I just not even really envy. But when I listen to it, I'm like, that is a very pure, that is a very pure, unique. And you, that's, that's the way you do it. You know, like that's the way that that person does it. Mm -hmm. And um, um, and honestly, and this is really embarrassing, but I'm just going to say it. Great. I <laughs> I bought a well, my partner and I bought a car and it's got a CD player in it. So I went out and I bought five Dave Matthews band CDs. Hey, love that for you. <laughs> and I've just been playing them on repeat. Like my partner gets into the car and he like turns it on. He's like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> And I'm derp, 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 derp. like that for me this summer is like hot Dave summer is like love that's, it that's so good thank you thank you yeah. I really I feel like it. I don't know it's nice to have like a good nostalgia summer honestly I've been like obsessively listening to old beach house oh like yeah. for some reason I just like deeply got into like re-listening to beach house especially teen dream mm -hmm. um but also 
they're the one after that whatever that album is called i've just like been putting those albums like on repeat like blasting like windows down blasting them like i feel like especially teen dream really reminds me of a very specific time in my life and like when i was first starting to visit chicago live in chicago like be here and it was it's like very attached to that and i'm like a little bit like i want to reclaim it and also this is like the vibe i'm feeling right now i'm feeling like everything's like beach housey for sure well and if it's the first time it's like we're almost re entering Chicago mm-hmm. again exactly yeah. oh, didn't even think about it that way okay. see <laughs> need to look at your lyrics and see what you're thinking okay exactly but yeah I get like it's like a nostalgia vibe oh time too, I because I just especially for summer you want something that's gonna make you feel good yeah I just I was so happy when I was a teenager listening to Dave Matthews mm-hmm. I went and saw them in concert like 11 times <laughs> I was so happy I love so that. you know I know it's trash and I know that it's embarrassing, but fuck it, dude. Fuck it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You like it. Whatever. Yeah. I'm like pretty excited. So I'm going to go to Pitchfork. I got like three day passes <gasps> to Pitchfork ah! for the first time. I don't know. Like I don't usually do three days of a festival, but yeah. I'm like, you know, it's coming lot. out of the pandemic, whatever. But Animal Collective is playing and I've what? never seen them. And I'm like, Ooh. that's going to feel that's yeah. going to feel good. Oh, man. I, yeah. Because I was deep into them. Oh, for sure. You know, when they were at their height or whatever. Yeah, college for me. Mm -hmm. Definitely listened to a lot of Animal Collective. Man, it's going to be a good year. Like, like Thundercats playing and Erica Mm -hmm. Badu is playing. Yeah. And like, holy shit. I'm going to be in California. Dang. Well, anyways, you have fun. I will. will. I'll try. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Just like send me those. Like this is I'm I'm watching this band right now. Just send that to me, and then it'll appear in my head, and I'll be like, "Oh, that's what Anna's doing." I'll do that. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I don't even know what that meant. It's fine. It's fine. Well, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Oh man, thank you so much. This was super fun. Hell yeah! Yeah, and thank you everyone for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. You can find a link to Big Sin's music in the episode description. And you can find us on Instagram at BadSongwriter and on Twitter at Bad underscore Songwriter. If you are enjoying the show, we'd love it if you could rate, review, subscribe, tell a friend, share it on social media. It really helps us out. If you are someone who wants to be on the show, you can email me at BadSongwriterPod at gmail.com. Thanks. Hope you have a good week. Bye. Oh, you stare directly at the camera. We stare at you through the television. We lick our lips in anticipation. We know it's just a game.